0: and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. My name is Lockie, and I'm the host of this experience and really my job is to help us guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message so that you can grow your faith. This week, Riley and I continue the Be Rich conversation, which as I mentioned last week on the podcast, is my favorite time of the year at Beyond. And we really knuckle down and focus on how we can do good people who cannot or will not do good for us we really love be rich uh, we mentioned this a lot but we're giving away 100 of the money that comes into beyond church during this series so that we can impact our local church so we really hope you enjoy this podcast and we'll catch you again at the end. well we are back in the beyond studio the beyond the message podcast we love it here
1: i always love coming i love the beyond Beyond studio studio.
0: it's air con today it's It's that time of year it is wonderful and uh riley i figured we'd start this episode of beyond the message by just Mm -hmm. giving a quick recap for the weekend um for those of you who don't know we went back to our physical location at beyond church we are home we are back we are back. It is just church is not a building. No, church is the people. That's right. And it's nice being it's back. It's nice Very being nice back in nice the seeing building, seeing the people's
1: faces. Yes, and not just seeing it through a Zoom call or often at local coffee shops or worse, which is also a nice experience.
0: That's right. And we have we battled through Zoom. We did it. We probably still use Zoom a lot, actually. To be honest. Um, but we are—we're now at the point of physical, uh, physical launch, and we really, really loved it. So if you're in the area, if you can make it to Brisbane's north side, Griffin isn't it a great place like Gryffindor. Uh, but Griffin, if you can make it to our physical location, please do. Please come out. We'd yeah, love come to come check out our plants. Look, we—I don't know if you noticed on the uh, weekend,
1: but all our plants have stayed alive. They have. They have stayed alive the whole time. Unprecedented. Yeah, the
0: IKEA fake plant range times. has just done so well ikea range yeah
1: plant The what
0: fake fake yeah i just thought we had really <laughs> healthy plants <laughs>
1: but they look great they
0: they've maintained their youth Good getting back to yep. see the plants lucky it's great to see the plants great to see the plants uh yes a but great sunday though a great sunday. a great sunday and if you are joining us from around the world anywhere else that's not the north side of brisbane uh we are still continuing our online location is it a location it's online. It's in the cloud. It's in the cloud. It's, it's a on location. the Facebook and the YouTube. Yeah, that's right. So you can continue to be part of Beyond's uh, community through watching church and being part of the podcast. So thank you for being there. Um, Heaps of way to connect.
1: Yeah. It's, there's,
0: there's plenty of ways to still connect to Beyond Church, but we just want to let you know that we had such a fun time being back in our original community. Uh, Griffin State School it was such a good time. And, uh, you know, building on that good time, we're in Be Rich. I mentioned last week on the podcast that Be Rich is just such a special time mm. of year. Mm. For those of you who don't know, for this series during Be Rich, we give away 100% of the money that comes into our church. Um, we are part of an international movement, as Riley mentioned on the weekend. It's global. It's, it's gone crazy this yeah. year, actually. For, for reference, we didn't start Be Rich.
1: No, we've been running We've been, running we've been Be running, Rich yeah. annually as like a local... Um, a, uh, yeah within our local community yeah really just local focus I'm um, really excited this year the whole idea of Be Rich uh, really is that it's our annual generosity campaign where every single year we collectively do together what each of us do individually all year uh, when it comes to, to generosity so really exciting this year Lockie not just local community not just local movement not just a local wave of generosity um, throughout our local area, but it's a global
0: movement. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide brought Pitbull into Pitbull. it.
1: Pitbull. 68 churches. Yep. Six countries.
0: 113,000 113, people. people. I think wow. that's more than the MCG. That's, that is more than the MCG.
1: That's a, lot, that's a fair amount more than the MCG. Yeah,
0: 13,000 people more than the MCG. Wow. wow.
1: It's big. Yeah. It's big, and it's been really exciting. And we did last week in part one. You would have had Chris, though, on BTN. I had Chris
0: on Beyond the Message, we really covered the basic steps of generosity or just why we do it and, and what generosity looks like as a follower of Jesus. Yep. And uh, this week, we're actually looking, it's less around financial generosity, right?
1: Yeah. Well, last week, on know tuning in was financial generosity. Um, and This week, this week, uh, we're moving into good deeds. Well, that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about on Sunday. So, um, it was exciting. We, we kept with that uh, statement that we've been looking at throughout our Be Rich uh, movement and campaign too, that... All well, these 68 churches, six countries, 113,000 people have been looking at too. Everybody matters to God, whether God matters to them or not. Everybody matters to God, whether God matters to them or not. And on the weekend, uh, we looked at this idea that um, this idea maybe that everybody matters to God might not be a crazy thought for a lot of people, uh, particularly if they're followed, uh, followers of yep. Jesus, like pretty fundamental value belief there but at the same time maybe for those of us who wouldn't actually call ourselves a, a christian or a church person anyway might even push back against it um this idea that everybody matters to god kind of makes sense because well if there is a god that created people surely you must have some type of connection or must kind of like them in some ways so maybe it's not a crazy idea but we did look at how in the ancient times the ancient world This whole idea of valuing human life just wasn't in play. Uh, Slavery was assumed. Anyone could be anybody's kind of property. You're only one bad day, Mm. one little bit of bad luck away from becoming a slave. Um, At the same time, there was heaps of polytheism going around too where there was multiple gods that people were worshipping and the gods didn't really care about people. Um, So for that reason, why should people care about people? So this whole idea of everybody matters just wasn't really relevant. It didn't exist throughout this time. The fact that everybody matters to God was even crazier. Um, even to the Jews of the time, who were the only monotheistic faith, they were the only ones kind of worshipping one single God. Even they got a little bit of polytheistic kind of thought mixed in uh, Yeah, with, with their own kind of thinking. So um, we're really looking at this idea that Jesus entered a world where people were treated like property. Um, and Jesus came with this countercultural message that just was this this big cry out to the world that everybody matters to me. Everybody matters to God, mm. whether God matters to them or not.
0: Yeah, and the coolest part of that is that as Christians, as followers of Jesus, if that's you, awesome. If that's not you, you are so welcome here. But we get an opportunity to partner with God. Mm. And that's what we believe the Be Rich campaign is. Rather than just saying, hey, give us your money. We'll give it away. Even though that's not a bad thing to do, we're saying... Hey, there's actually this deep thing going yeah, on more here. To it. Yep. So much more to it. So, we really want to uh, let you know the really deep kind of details of the Be Rich campaign that's more than just giving money away, especially in the Beyond the Message podcast. Super application based, super, you know, a lot deeper than the, the message on a Sunday. So, that's what's in store for us today. It's going to be great. It's fun. It is. As usual, we're gonna have our four questions of the four Monday. And Riley, we're gonna get through four today. We always we, we don't often get I, through I the four. I feel like we get through at least two. Three that's three three, yeah, not bad. One time. Four. I think we didn't even ask one question. Uh, but we'll start really easy because we wanna let you know what you can do to partner with Beerich. So mm. Riley, how can I actually partner with beyond church and get inro- uh, get involved with the be rich campaign yeah
1: really simple if you want to take the steps uh, towards just growing in generosity but more so I guess what we're really looking at this campaign is two other things as well. one is this, this principle of God actually Jesus calling us uh, to follow me to follow me uh, it's this process of learning process of being a student and a pupil and learning more about the, what we would say is the perfect model of generosity. Um, at the same time, if you'd like to make an impact and be part of this wave of generosity within our local community, learn more about yourself, others, and God in the process, we'd love to invite you to be a part of Be Rich. Like we said last week in part one of Be Rich, there's a financial generosity side of things. This year, for our annual uh, Be Rich campaign, we're putting the challenge out, 39 dollars
0: drive away. Drive away, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I think I said on the weekend, Lockie, is almost the equivalent of 40 $1 Slurpees from the Seven Eleven. Yes, $41 Slurpees.
0: $41, five cents off.
1: Yep. Um, Could also be maybe like two brekkie brunches that you're yep. sacrificing in that's your That's right, week. eight
0: coffees, which yes. most people would have in about two days. Two days, possibly.
1: Yep. Some of us back end of uni exams. That's right. Some of us crazy family season as well. Two, eight coffees. Eight coffees. Eight coffees, <sighs> that's right. $39.95, putting that towards the movement, we're looking at 100% participation from our beyond community and 100% of that going away. That's one way you can do it. You can find out Uh, The details to give generously online at www.beyondchurch.au. There's a Be Rich tab on the website. And at the same time, uh, as we're talking about good deeds, or as we did on Sunday, we have some absolutely amazing local non-for-profits, just superheroes within our local community uh, that serve in an amazing way, uh, that are looking after young families and vulnerable people. And if you would like to serve and volunteer within some of those local non-for-profits might be with your connect group if you're part of a beyond connect group throughout the week it might be with a group of friends or family uh, members or it might just be you heading in for an hour to help serve within the space of your week we'd love to have you along you can also find out those details on the website you just got to head to that be rich tab jump down to serve we'll grab some contact details off you and we'll talk you through what that process looks like next
0: that's spoken like a true salesman that was just so good (laughs) direct that was a sell I want to be part of it, you know, it's a, it's a great way to be involved and as we said last week, thirty nine ninety five, dollars um, that would raise a significant amount of money for us to bless our community with. Some of you are going to struggle to put that money together, others of you might be able to put an extra zero on the end of that and that's a conversation that's that, right. uh, your, a decision you can have with your loved ones, with God if that's your thing, um, but we'd really encourage you to be part of this awesome movement alongside mm-hmm. of us. Yes. How good, we got through one question already. One we're, question, we're good to
1: go. We might be lucky.
0: There. Question two, Riley. How am I able to do good for people who cannot or will not do good for me? This is kind of talking about our message on the weekend. If you haven't heard that, feel free to look back on our Beyond a Home message. But yeah, you know, how can I? How am I able? Why would I want to um, do good for people who cannot or will not do good for me?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think... If I was to kind of, again, just jumping back to the message uh, on Sunday too, because really we were pulling out this this thought as kind of a more so a tension that Jesus actually addressed through one of his most famous kind of messages or sermons that he gave. Um, and his words really were, when it, when it came to this idea of being rich in good deeds and actually serving other people, he talked about when it comes to someone coming up to you, he, he says this really clearly. This is Matthew 5 verse 42. He says, give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Um, which, when we think about that, lock, it just sounds silly. Like, what if someone manipulates the generosity that we're offering? What if they take advantage of that? Um, the thing is here is that Jesus actually says, like, no, 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 like, that's perfect. Like, literally a couple of sentences later, or a couple of yeah, words later, like, what comes out of his mouth is like, no, no, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what we're chasing. But for us, again, this is kind of cultural. So what he's saying is, like thinking, or at least I'm thinking, it just doesn't sound perfect. Like That doesn't sound ideal, but Jesus is really talking about these values here and teasing out what he would consider, what those of us who are followers of Jesus would consider these kingdom values that are just game changers for people when it comes to experiencing the life that was designed for them, the life that God designed for us. Um, So what happens is is when we have this opportunity to serve people through our generosity uh, in an obedience and and following what we would actually call a very Christ-like message in our world or if anything what is distinctly unique about this message is that it is a Christian message like for people to know that you are valuable you were valuable that is distinctly Christ-like because again Jesus entered into a world when people were treated as property he brought this brand new message mm. this brand new approach
0: counter to what anyone had ever heard right this is
1: not a universal thought yeah. and it's not a natural thought and we know that because there's times where we would say and I know I would say like I want to be someone who loves other people well I don't always do that well in fact I get that very wrong sometimes and the fact that I do tells me that it's not natural like we internally wrestle mm. with our own inability at times to show compassion like we fall short of it this is a distinctly cross like message and frankly it is a distinctly unique Christian message that stands out in the world uh, but what an opportunity to actually point people back to the generosity of the perfect the perfect model yeah. of generosity here uh, in Jesus and the perfect model being his sacrifice mm. on the cross, uh, as well his life, death, and resurrection, and how there was an expectation to pay back. But what we what we can do is follow him, learn more about ourselves. Again, while we're doing a Speak Rich Movement, learn more about others, but ultimately come to learn more about him.
0: So there's no real answer to that question. Um, how can I do good for people who cannot or will not do good for me? Like there's no like really nice tidy answer. the, the answer is almost. Well, that's not the point in many ways. Like, we're called to this countercultural living, which Jesus modeled. Mm. Jesus' Jesus's life didn't make sense. No, it, it would have been different. absurd.
1: Yeah, it would have been absurd to people at the time. Yet, when Jesus died, we see this, this crazy movement of people <laughs> coming mm. alive uh, in terms of just growing a movement of following of Jesus. Like there must have been something so, and there would have been, I say must have been, but it's rhetorical kind of here because yeah. he would have just been this this person who was just so, um, I was trying to think of the opposite of resistible luck. Mm. Irresistible. Irre- yep. Irresistible, <laughs> I'm going to say. To some, again, religious yeah. leaders pushed back against these thoughts that he offered. Um, but to someone who, who would literally draw people in A- and draw people in who would have been very different from him too. Uh, and i think what we see um again as we read across scripture and look at the models of people like we, we think of those classic maybe bible stories that maybe you heard throughout school if you if you went to a christian school or even in primary school um or even church growing up but these stories that maybe a lot of us know about like the woman caught in the act of adultery like um zacchaeus the the, the tax collector now good old ran up the tree, like someone who just would have been pushed out as an outcast of the community too, like the Samaritan woman, like, sorry, the woman at the well, like like people who were just social outcasts. You can read into them more of their story by jumping on New Version Bible Plan as well, typing in any of those things, you'll find out more. But in all those uh, situations, what we see is Jesus actually reaching out and extending an invitation to these people who were really rejects of their community and extending an invitation to a new life where he's saying like, come down to me, like, just follow me follow me follow me Like, um, and I think that's so unique but I guess in answering that question a like, lot because the question was what does it
0: like how could, I do, how could I do good for people who will not do good back for me or cannot
1: yeah well I think it's it's a response as well of knowing like we are to love people mm. like to love people who do think differently to us who are in a different circumstance to us financial circumstance to us people um, who yeah, don't don't have the same things that we have in our own life like the principle behind this again is that statement we were talking about earlier like jesus big radical kind of message he brought into the world of everybody matters to god yeah whether god matters to them
0: and and then we get to partner with god in that right like we get to we, we we don't just go oh that's nice god good on you for caring it's actually our duty in many ways and our obligation to also care, to, like, to model the heart that God has for this yeah, world.
1: Yeah, and I just think, like, that is way more challenging. It is way more challenging than just any rule, like, yeah. treating life as a rule book, which yeah, yeah. I know Christian faith can have that perception yeah. to people, which is also understandable when, you know, yeah, well, like, it, it can be treated like a rule mm. book, like, and at the same time, but this is, this is way more challenging than just following a set of rules, and it's way more challenging than... Never letting a bad word come out of your mouth, yeah. or you know, doing something, making a really big mistake. Like it's it's way more challenging than telling somebody else that their beliefs are wrong and mm-hmm. that your beliefs are right. Like to do good for people who cannot, who will not do good for you. This is exactly the standard that Jesus set, and it's exactly the standard Jesus calls his followers to.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, moving on, um, we're talking about generosity, right? And I guess when you talk about generosity, you, you highlight all the, the bad in the world in many ways. And it's kind of like, oh, well, be generous and it will fix it. Yeah, um, yeah. But also through, you know, a series like this, it's very easy to kind of say like, oh, yeah, like Christianity will just like fix everything. Like if you're a Christian, that's the best thing you can do. Like, you know, be generous and love people because like that's what Christians are, you know, that's what Christians are meant to do. And everything's going to be great. Well, I've got a question like, is, is Christianity the fix to this world, like with all the brokenness around us and everything that's going on, like is Christianity and the Christian values and the Christian behavior is going to fix this world.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know you had some really good thoughts about this too, Lock. when we were talking earlier, I'll, I'll share what I think I'm thinking too, because I think the the solution to this and we actually see it, it's that cliche, John three, 16 We love verse. John three, 16. We love John, we love John three sixteen. Um, and it looks at this, like, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life is pretty good.
0: I wouldn't it's mind a pretty it. good deal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but I think if we read on John three seventeen, well, I think John three seventeen should get a fair amount of show. Is that, like, <laughs> God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Um, so I think when we look at, you know, how the world ultimately... Will be fixed. Like I'll jump straight to that answer, and and cliche in response, but gospel truth, Christian faith, like heart and core of it, like Jesus is the solution mm. to the mess and brokenness um, in our world. I know earlier we were talking about kind of an angle that, that you were speaking of. Yeah, today.
0: definitely. I was kind of saying like I don't know if I think I said this in my last question as well, but I don't know if this question is the right kind of question to be asking. You know, is Christianity the fix to the world? Like I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I agree with your answer, but as well, like I i am not sure about the answer. But what I would say is that it doesn't matter about the world, and if the world is going to be fixed, all I know is that Christianity and and believing in Jesus and f- truly following his actions and not talking about the rules, mm-hmm. um, not saying like oh yeah, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, like stay away from drugs and alcohol and uh, all that you know, all the rules that I don't have to convince you. You you've heard them. You're familiar with the rules, but I know that following Jesus and having a relationship with Jesus will radically change your world mm-hmm. and, and the mm-hmm. way you see the world. Yeah. And and doing the things like loving people who will not and cannot do good back for you. Yep. Being generous and and uh, and giving mm-hmm. not out of your wealth but out of your poverty, yep. um, as yep. Jesus says in one of the gospel accounts. So in many ways like I don't know if Christianity will fix the world I don't know if the, the world ends and and then everyone celebrates because everyone's a Christian at the end of the, you know like, I, I don't know if that happens but I know that people who have been touched by God himself mm. or Jesus himself their world has been radically changed mm. and generosity is just one of those ways in which someone's world is tipped upside down Yeah. Uh, yeah. when you're like it's kind of that phrase like put your money where your mouth is mm. when people can start like living like Jesus and yeah. You wouldn't put money in with your mouth, oh, would you, during COVID anyway? And,
1: like, the generous people I know who are just models of, you know, generosity that I see in my life to it, and they don't gloat about it. Like, mm. that's why they're generous in the first place. It's just part of who they are. Like, and that's it, I think, as followers of Jesus. Mm. Generous is actually who we're meant to be. Like, generous is, is not what we do. Like, yeah. that's who we are. Which is, again, a crazy standard. Um, Like, it, it's a standard, like, to... To be called be called into like, yeah. um, but what when we talk about Jesus being someone who, you know, crowds came towards and people came to him like he reached out to people like drew people in and I think it is a model of someone who is really irresistible like there's something we question about someone who is generous
0: mm. and just just
1: generosity is who they are
0: yeah and, and like you will radically change your world your mind mm. and your heart will be renewed yeah towards what Jesus. Yeah. Once from you, and you you you'll become like the person in Jesus, so mm. radically generous. Yeah. But as well, like if you're a generous person, guess who gets affected by that? The people around you—they're gonna realize, yeah. and they're gonna be changed too. Mm. And generosity is just this beautiful, uh, like flow-on effect, yeah. where you receive generosity, and you don't have to give it back to the person, but because your heart is so touched, you're gonna be generous yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess going into uh, the last question, actually, it's it's around how can I actually partner and be generous in my local community. Mm. It's really interesting because um, what I find is that people people are passionate about different things. Yep. And if my generosity causes someone else to think about generosity and then for them to act upon it, will they become passionate about some other cause mm. or something else? And they are then going to run wild in that area. So for me, like I don't... I don't have the capacity to give money to everything Mm. but by me modeling a generous life someone is going to see that or hopefully or just be influenced by that and then cause to go and give towards something that they care about and suddenly all these areas and all these all these like causes and issues that we have in our world Mm. they're all going to be affected by this wave of generosity as as people begin to become passionate about different things and actually start to act in generosity, act in in obedience, in faith Mm. to these things. Mm. I know that was a bit uh, around, but the fourth question was, how can I actually partner with the local community? Local nonprofits, how can I yeah. begin to, to make a difference in my local area? Oh,
1: and I know this is a, a little bit of your realm too, Lockie So maybe if I just unlock maybe that first little tensional challenge we have of actually taking the first yeah. steps out Good. to even begin to consider what this could look like for us or overcoming the obstacles of like, I want to do it, but I just don't have enough time to, or I want to do it, but I'm actually just, there's just stuff going on, internal stuff I need to figure out. This again is actually so relevant to what we're talking to about and talking to and about in part two, because um, Jesus gave us a really practical tip uh, as, as to how we can actually go about embracing kind of his definition of, of perfect, his definition of perfect to do good for people who cannot or will not do good for you to kind of unlock that, a starting step for us. Is to actually look at his words that again, he shared in this famous kind of sermon, uh, sermon, he said to his audience, you've heard it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy.'" But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Now, I share that and you might be thinking like, Riley, why are we touching upon that now? Jesus is addressing in this sermon um, an assumption, an assumption that was amongst the Jewish culture culture in the time that was pretty much saying like, you can treat your enemies however you want to, treat people however you want to. Again, going back to that ancient world time where just human life was devalued. But what he's addressing here is because there was this Jewish assumption, assumption uh, that you can treat your enemies however you wanted to, to, to hate your enemies even. Um, again, Jesus comes in, countercultural. Anyone that's ever told you that is wrong. Anyone that's ever told you that is wrong. Anyone that has ever said your heavenly Father has commanded you to hate is so, so wrong. And again, no, this is where the church has got things wrong too. What Jesus is saying here is he says, love your enemies. And then he goes on to say, and pray for those who persecute you. How is this first steps to jumping (laughs) in and serving local non-for-profits and being generous within our community because it's taking things to a personal level. Jesus says when we pray for those who are persecuting us and again like early Christians, early first Christians they were about to suffer some serious persecution stuff was going to come into play that was going to cost them their life for for sharing what their faith was Um, so their persecution might have looked very different to our own persecution within local Griffin or maybe wherever we are in, in Western world, persecution looks very different to other countries where they just don't have that religious freedom but Jesus says pray pray for those who persecute you pray for those who maybe are just manipulators of things in your life, who cause you grief, who cause you stress pray for them, pray for them, pray for them why would you do this every day? Because what Jesus is getting to is that your attitude begins to change your attitude begins to to change as you pray for those people every single day as you enter into that rhythm um, of your life where you're prayerful for those who are causing you grief and who will your attitude begin to mirror he points it back to you he says I tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your father in heaven so when we can address what it looks like for us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute you to do good for people who cannot or will not do good for us an example of this it's actually talking about taking the first steps in growing in an attitude that mirrors and reflects our Father in Heaven, and again revisiting that statement. I know it sounds like a what's it called when it just repeats, repeats, broken repeats, record. Broken record. Everybody matters to God, <laughs> whether God matters to them or not. Um, and I think this is our first step. Our first step is what does it look like for us? So here Jesus give us practical tips. Has given us practical tips. What it looks like to actually mirror the attitude and character of our Heavenly yeah. Father.
0: Right, so you've tackled the angle. you tackled a harder question than I even asked. You're like, you're tackling how can I begin to be generous? That you're was like, ground level. That was ground level. That was nitty-gritty. Like, yeah, yeah. Those of because I know I need to it's push It's hard to give.
1: It. It's the big jump. Like, yeah, it yeah. Is. But we have to go, I think we do. If we go internal good. first, we good. can push out external. It's private world stuff we're dealing with to, yeah, yeah. to impact our, our public. Like, I know we're running on time. But no, I know it's good. I mean, areas. yeah, that see, i got the easy
0: part on. of the question. Like, how can I then actually partner with local non-for-profits? Uh, All I'll say is that there is so many good organizations out there doing amazing things. Mm. And if you don't know where to give or what to give to, um, do some research. Find out some local charities around you that you could serve with your time. Uh, Look online. Look for your favorite charity in the world. Uh, Search your own heart for what breaks it. For Mm. me, I've just had this recent um, revelation of just like how important the foster care system is. Yeah. Which is uh, actually is so funny that... Bay, it's so funny that Beyond is services. partnered with that because yeah, I was yeah. going through the previous week just thinking about how important foster care is. Oh, and
1: these guys are weapons.
0: Yeah. 108 carers. Oh, and... The, young But, like, the fact for. that, like, just every day new babies are being born mm. without parents mm. who want to take them home, that just annoys me. And for some of you, uh, the fact that the, the animal industry is is broken that annoys you Mm -hmm. and for others it's cancer and sickness because because you've had a close friend or a relative suffer Mm -hmm. so all of us have been given i actually i believe all of us have been given certain passions in this area Mm -hmm. and also a certain gifting and a skill set to make a difference whether that's through your time financially through being an advocate for that organization or that cause and Mm so Simply don't ignore that feeling of, oh, I wish I could help. Embrace it. Yeah. Because God might be using you in that area. Because um, no one else feels the way that you feel mm-hmm. towards a certain area. I can promise you that, that whatever you're feeling, I know you've probably thought of something in your head right now as you're in your car or in your way to work, whatever it is. You've thought of that issue. Think about it. Do some research. Um, look at how you can help and serve to really make an effort to, to, to just see that issue not be an issue for your the next generation mm. um so once you've done research go wild like i'm not going to tell you here's this charity you go to we've given one that we want to highlight through beyond and that is so cool we're going to yeah. help them out but i'd love to see the beyond community just embrace both giving to the local church but also just giving to incredible incredible organizations that are all around us um doing just amazing work in the community mm.
1: Mm. and even if you're challenged in thinking about oh, what is that thing that breaks my heart spending the time exactly what you're saying like to yeah. explore that S-
0: so many people just brush it off you get that feeling of like oh I feel so sorry and then you can your body and your brain just mm. shuts it out yeah, that's okay. you just go oh I'm feeling things and you just shut it out mm. just embrace it yeah. and go oh, actually it mm. does suck that people die from curable diseases in other countries Yeah, it sucks that people don't have access to yep. clean water or mm. Yeah, like just let it let it affect you to then drive you to actually just make some make some positive change in your, in your own world.
1: And if this is genuinely something you want to grow more into, this idea of generosity, and want to learn how to model it best, I just think this is something, when I think of my parents, I'm so thankful that this is something that was modeled to me as a child and when I was growing up. Um, but at the same time, something I want to so desperately grow into to do mm. more and more, finding ways to partner. We have Be Rich here, yep. and across the world, even if you're global. We can point you in the direction of, of other churches that are also involved in the Be Rich campaign. We're across six different countries here. 113,000 people. 113,000. Awesome. 113,000. <laughs> 13,000 more than MCG. At the same time, <laughs> partnering with a local non-for-profit or movement who is also away within, um, a way of generosity within their local community or serving serving alongside other people. Mm. Awesome. What an opportunity. And again, awesome opportunity for people to hear that whisper of, you are so valuable, you are so valuable. When you are supporting and serving those who need that whisper in their ear instead of the stuff that drags them down makes them feel like they're they're of lesser worth Um, and again this is Jesus this is what Jesus was famous for Jesus was was famous for how he treated people for how he loved people Um, and then he says to you and me he says follow me Um, so this is why we're so excited for this Be Rich series yeah that's it we are pumped um, we are pumped it's so good. good it's a very fun
0: season to be in yeah awesome well thanks so much for jumping back into Beyond Studios and uh, (laughs) tying up the the part 2 of Be Rich we're really thankful for you and uh, can't wait to jump back into part 3 next week in person online we've got the podcast we've got groups going everywhere. Upstreet launches our children's environments Infinity Youth is back Caboolture Rothwell gee we've got a lot going on it's exciting so go to our website um, to see Be Rich also go to our website social media to see what else is going on um, and we're so thankful that you guys would all tune in to this podcast. Hope you got some value. See you next week. thank you so much for listening to the beyond the message podcast it was great to have you here hey we're back in our physical location so if you can make it out to griffin state school it'd be awesome to see you there uh, but if not we're still continuing online and with the podcast so it's great to have you connecting in that way thanks for tuning in and we will catch you this time next week